Let us not be weary in well-doing, for in due season we shall reap if we faint not. Believers have God's promise that when we faithfully obey Him and don't give up, we will enjoy the very best returns. Let the Lord encourage your heart as Joe Vasek, pastor of Northeast Baptist Church of Danbury, Connecticut, urges us to stay the course. There were many spectators at Christ's crucifixion, as described to us in the four Gospels. But there's a glaring contrast between two specific groups of people at the cross. The first group was comprised of those who said, If thou be the Son of God, the second group was comprised of those who said, Truly, this was the Son of God. Those two groups of people have always been in this world, and there are multitudes of people in both of those groups right now. Those who look in God's direction and angrily say, If there's a God, and those who say with full confidence, Truly, there is a God. And some basic differences between these two groups are very evident in the Bible descriptions of Christ's death. Listen to the description of the first group in Matthew 27, 39-43. And they that passed by reviled him, wagging their heads and saying, Thou that destroyest the temple and buildest it in three days, save thyself. If thou be the Son of God, come down from the cross." Likewise also the chief priests, mocking him with the scribes and elders, said, He saved others, himself he cannot save. If he be the king of Israel, let him now come down from the cross, and we will believe him. He trusted in God, let him deliver him now, if he will have him. For he said, I am the Son of God. Now listen to the description of the second group in Matthew twenty-seven fifty-four. Now when the centurion and they that were with him watching Jesus saw the earthquake, and those things that were done, they feared greatly, saying, Truly, this was the Son of God. The crowd that said, If thou be the Son of God, were skeptics. They insisted that Jesus meet their demands in order for them to believe that he was who he said he was. The second group, who said, Truly, this was the Son of God, they were sincere seekers. They observed what was happening and they reached an objective conclusion about Jesus. The skeptics crucified Jesus first, and then they gave their stipulations for what it would take for them to believe. The sincere seekers were just doing their jobs, following orders, but as they watched what was happening around them, they couldn't deny what they saw. Who were these skeptics? Among them were the chief priests, with the scribes and elders. Matthew 26:59 tells us what those same people were doing the night before. Now the chief priests and elders and all the council sought false witness against Jesus to put him to death. They were out trying to recruit people to falsely accuse Jesus so that they could find him guilty. They worked to have Jesus crucified before they ever asked, If thou be the Son of God. Matthew 27:20. But the chief priests and elders persuaded the multitude that they should ask Barabbas and destroy Jesus. Just hours before, they'd been convincing people to beg the Roman governor to release a murderer and execute Jesus. And now they have the nerve to yell at Christ on the cross, If thou be the Son of God, they were claiming to be willing to believe him. But they had already crucified him. They had already rejected him. The people that you encounter in your life who say, 
if God would do this, I would believe him. Or, I don't believe God because of all the trouble in the world. They're skeptics. Understand, they have already rejected Jesus in their hearts. They've already crucified him. That doesn't mean they can't be saved. It does mean that they're not being honest with themselves. The skeptics had already crucified Jesus. Then they claimed that if he would come down from the cross, they would believe him. But now consider what these Roman soldiers had seen. They had watched many other people be crucified. But this was completely different from anything else they'd ever witnessed. This man Jesus retained his sanity and his integrity as he hung there and interacted with observers, including the other men being crucified. The Roman soldiers felt the darkness that covered the earth from noon to three o'clock. They heard him cry out with a loud voice just before he died. They heard him choose when to die. They experienced the great earthquake that occurred after Jesus took his final breath. These strong, tough warriors feared greatly. And based on everything they witnessed, with no agenda, they said, truly, this was the Son of God. The sincere seeker observes objectively and comes to the conclusion that Jesus is who he says he is. 1 John 4.15 says, Whosoever shall confess that Jesus is the Son of God, God dwelleth in him, and he in God. On the basis of that verse and others, I believe that these soldiers were born again at the cross. If you're a skeptic, it's time to stop lying to yourself. You've already crucified Jesus in your heart. You've already rejected him. Stop pretending that there are any circumstances under which you would believe on Jesus. And instead, fall on your knees. Confess to God your wicked unbelief and put your faith in the Savior who died for you. Christian, praise God that he brought you to the place where you confessed. Truly, this is the Son of God. Stay the course. We pray that today's program was a blessing to you. If you have any questions or comments, we'd love to hear from you. You can email us at staythecourse at nbcdanbury.org. God bless you.